0: Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, aka Justy Proust, along with another one of your hosts, Eric Mark. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Justy?
1: Uh, dude, living la vida loca, living la vida loca. How about you, my friend?
0: You know, pretty good, but pretty good, but but not nearly as as fit as you. I hear that. Um, so you were actually. Still teaching spin classes during COVID when you had your second bet of COVID and you had like a bad bet of COVID and you were teaching up to two classes a day? (laughs) So
1: the answer to that is uh, 100% correct. And the worst part about it was so, like I mentioned last time, I was feeling it really bad on that Sunday. That Monday, I only had one class, but for the rest of the week, I had two classes a day each day. And it got so bad that on Thursday, I, I basically got, I got, I got a sub. I was like, I reached out to this girl, Kim. I'm like, listen, can you help me out? She's like, of course. So shout out to Kim. Thank you for that. And Kelly Thanks, looked at me man. and goes, you're an idiot. Like if this kills you, you'll know why, because you're an absolute idiot. I mean, she was well, so know mad You are
0: supposed to, you are know, supposed to take it easy. You know, when you have symptomatic COVID, I mean, maybe even be bedridden in a lot of cases and a lot of people just, uh, you know, retire for the few days of the, of the, of the, the ordeal you, um, you 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 pumped it up a few uh, notches. It,
1: it was not my finest moment. It was definitely well, not no, my and finest there, moment.
0: Can we can hear it. Hear it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The good news is it's it's very minimal now and it's, uh, you know, it's almost gone. And then poor Kelly this morning woke up and she's got a stomach bug. Oh, man. Yeah. Not good. So apparently it's going around. I don't know what it's like in L.A., but I'm telling you here it's. I mean, everyone, I I ran into a guy at Costco today, um, and he was like, Yeah, my wife has it too. I'm like, Shouldn't have gone to that same swingers party.
0: Well, see, yeah, exactly. And that's what happens when, you know, you you stop protecting against one disease and you you end up, you you stop protecting against all diseases. Speaking of which, um, other Eric, uh, you know, has some kind of acid reflux going on. And so he feels it when he's running, and he's actually stopped drinking coffee. And, uh, and he was a coffee guy, although he wasn't like a, he was like, you know, a coffee a day kind of guy like me, not like a big coffee person like a lot of folks. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there's that going on. He, and this is coming off of, uh, you know, his self-poisoning with the kidney beans. <laughs> Hang on. I love both
1: these stories. But this, the first one, like, sincerely, just because I, I know a lot about this and had to deal with it, is he doing anything? Like, has he gone to a gastroenterologist or anything or no?
0: I don't think he is. I think he's trying to handle himself and he's trying to, you know, trying to take tums and stuff. But I mean, like, I don't know if that's like, I think, yeah, I think it's worth, uh, worth, worth looking into. Um, and he's taking himself off of coffee, but I think that's a minor thing.
1: Uh, again, when they, when you, any sort of esophageal stuff, they'll tell you definitely coffee, tomatoes, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah. again, even if he was that low on it, it only has a minimal effect. Like there's probably yeah. something more at work here.
0: Poor kid. Yeah, yeah. Cause he's been off coffee for like, you know, uh, couple of weeks and then he's still yeah still feeling it too. i don't think the co- i don't think the coffee was the determining factor i think you know but by the way my our, our boy kevin um you know he's he's had some uh, during the covid had some uh gi issues he on the other hand was seeing specialists i mean um and is awful lot of food. like he was my partner in uh all you could drink bloody marys and mimosas you know a couple times a week which yeah. Maybe it's good to be off of that, to be honest. And then he was all, you know, and also in, um, you know, Fogo de Shon and, uh, and, uh, and Korean barbecue and any other all you can eat meat. Uh, he, but now he won't do those things. And I prod him, you know, I, I, I encourage him to do them, but he won't. And, and he's probably right not to. And his argument is those things probably weren't the greatest ideas to begin with let alone if you're, you know, if you've got, you know, some, some digestive issues so bad he's had, he's, he's had to, you know, he's, 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 said, yeah, the pain has been excruciating in some cases. Um, so, so, at least, you know, Jesus. that's just showing kids don't succumb to peer pressure.
1: <laughs> no, definitely not. And I will say this, just on that point, that when it comes to the stomach stuff, my gastroenterologist is this uh, Polish guy. And so, you know, he's obviously huge in a meat and everything like that. And he goes, look at, I've been doing this for 30 years, Justin, and I'll tell you now, after seeing you recover by going to vegetarian diet, I no longer eat meat. I did endoscopy last year. What? First time, 25 years, clean as a whistle.
0: And I was like, what?
1: <laughs> yes. So there is so something not, to be said not by Not it. his first
0: time doing an, an endoscopy, first time since he's done the, the Justin diet.
1: Well, since he's actually done one on himself because he you know, has no issues, but he was like, look it. I want to see if this has done anything. So for a year and a half, he went on a lower meat diet. I mean, you know, I'm sure he still eats some, but he said basically he had uh, some ulcers and things like that and everything came back 100% like they were gone or cleared up. So whether it's 100% diet, whether it's psychosomatic, I don't know, but there's something to it, I think.
0: There may be. There may be. Well, as you know, um, Eric is vegetarian and, and, and bordering on vegan these days. Uh, Kevin, yes, yeah, is, is, has has certainly cut cut back a lot on the the, the red meat and uh, and and refuses to do all you can eat meat. That's a lot of meat, though. Even I wouldn't do that. So we would go to you know Fogo de Chão. They they have a, 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 <sighs> for people who know the all you can eat Brazilian uh, churrascaria, and um, you know I mean most people go in, sit down for an hour and a half, and uh, and consume what they can. I I go in and sit down for four hours. And uh, and barely turn the turn the button over, so I'm I'm constantly green. So much, so much meat. you me eat yeah. all. So much. I think so that, that, that Inevitably, there's a yeah. sometimes I have a few specials. You know, the special meats that that come around that are yeah on on on, a, on occasional menus. And then they've got you know the 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 salad and the and all the other,
1: oh, the other Those little bread foods. things they yeah. have those cheese breads. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So. Deliciousness and uh, and lots of it. I mean, inevit- inevitably a manager comes out to to chat just to to see how things are going, but also probably to check up on just how much how much meat is is disappearing. You know, but they come they're they're very nice. Um, well, what do they say they, when they, they, they come they, over? They say, oh, we see you're really enjoying the uh, meal. You know, and I, yeah, I came here all the time. <laughs> I love you, so you guys are doing good stuff okay we're glad you glad you like it glad you like it and uh, is there anything else you need um yeah bring us some of those sauces you know bring us some. bring us uh, <laughs> uh th- that would be fantastic and uh, uh okay okay great and uh um can we get you any drinks um yeah i a drink but i mean more importantly uh you know sauce bread all yeah, you know, some more plantains <laughs> just uh yeah all the all the freebies on top of that's fantastic but you know <laughs> At the at the Saddle Ranch where we do uh, all you can eat uh, Bloody Marys and mimosas, which used to be you know used to be an incredibly ridiculously good deal. It was one of these things that can't make money. Oh 9, yeah. 90, Even for normal people, it was nine ninety nine. You know, um, for years they finally started jacking, and they've been jacking up quickly. I mean, it went from nine ninety nine to eleven ninety nine to twelve ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine, which to be honest are more reasonable prices. Um, Very reasonable. Yeah, because I would go in, you know, and drink twelve to thirteen. Our ten to thirteen Bloody Marys,
1: and At a ma- time? they
0: ma- Well, no, I mean in cons- in in order cons- consecutively, not simultaneously.
1: Well, that's what I mean. I mean, and how long of a period was this? Like an hour?
0: No, 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 no. I mean, like thirty minutes. <laughs> no, two and a half, three hours. <laughs> Holy crap! Well, you must have been buzzed out of your damn mind. Well, it's funny. So, so Kev would drink mimosas, so less strong and more and much more girly i would just drink yeah. bloody mary's and and they're not huge i mean they're like 10 ounce you know bloody, but they're strong they mix on like i mean you know they sometimes they separate if you if you let it sit at all and it's like it's half vodka i mean it's like it's and it's uh um they're they're serious serious hits and um yeah we would go what we we had a we had a friend who we used to do our old show with you know with one of ethan's guys and uh Miguel's like, yeah, let me go next time. And no, next time you you're doing it, we'll, we'll come join you. And we're like, okay. <laughs> so we tell him we're going. We we, Kevin and I meet. We start off. We have like you know our typical three drinks to kick it off. Miguel shows up. Um, he drinks three, and he goes, I'm done. And we're like, what are you talking about? You just only had three drinks. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and I go, and I'm like, well, I, we told you like we drink like a minimum of ten. And he's like, I thought you were kidding.
1: It sounds like me. Yeah, I w- I would have thought you were kidding. But knowing you,
0: did he stay with you guys though? He waited around. He was kind of amazed. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, we, we, we used to, you know, just obviously you didn't want to drive after that. So we would just go up the street to the DGA, the Directors Guild to watch like movie screenings like. Uh, um, so uh, up. One, Yeah. Once we went like once one of our buddies invited us, he's a University of Texas grad and they, they started a new media club here. And he's like, yeah, guys, guys, I'm like one of the organizers come like to the to the opening uh, opening event. He kind of screwed us though. He told us to come in suits. No one else. Is, it was like in the valley. Like it was just. It was near Forest Lawn Cemetery, <laughs> and um, no air conditioning in this place. So Kevin and I, now, but we, we, so we're coming from Saddle Ranch. We're wearing suits. We just drank like you know a dozen dozen drinks each, and uh, we're pouring sweat. We come in. We're a few minutes late, of course, and we're sitting in the back on the open inauguration. We didn't even go to the school. We're not alums, and uh, he comes <laughs> back and he's like. And we're we were immediately like, You ass. I mean, we're sweating our asses off, like in these suits. And he goes, Are you guys drunk? We're like, <laughs> No. He goes, This is like my my alumni associate. He goes, Did you guys show up here like how how many drinks did you have? Like a dozen. What? And uh, yeah, so he was uh he did he didn't he didn't think that was that funny. So um but I will tell you the funniest was when Kevin and I were sitting there, you know, and we're. Oh, by the way, like I mean, a lot of lot of places in LA and probably North America and probably the, possibly the world have you know bottomless drinks for brunch on weekends or on Sundays. Yeah, Sal so Ranch to their credit, it's every, it's every day till three. So we would I should, didn't know we, that we'd be the only people. Should, Oh yeah, we'd be showing up on Tuesday mornings. Like the only other people at the saddle ranch are tourists, you know. on a Tuesday morning, um, we come and they're like, "Oh, would you like see you know sit by sit by the bar?" And we're like, "No, no, we want to sit out in front, like on the front patio, like bordering on the Sunset Strip." And so it'd be us just drinking unlimited drinks on the Sunset Strip, you know, um, on Tuesday mornings. And uh, tour buses would come by; they'd stop in front. People would be taking pictures. We'd be waving. Uh, You know, it was was a great, a good time was had by all, but this, uh, once we're sitting there and this, this guy and girl, you know, they're in their twenties, show up with this big camera and a microphone and they start trying to interview us, but she is almost incomprehensible. And we're we're like like, drunk or what? Oh yeah. So it turns out, okay, this is a weekend and they, they are trying to hit as many of the all you can drink mimosa, locales in L.A. in one morning. To their credit, that's awesome. Yeah, but she is she is so drunk she can't she can't really finish an entire sentence, and she's the one interviewing us. And um, you know we've had several drinks, but we're no we're not nearly in her condition. And then she says, "Yeah, I'll I'll talk to both of you." So she starts trying to interview Kevin, and uh, doesn't quite finish. And then she's giggly and she's laughing, and they're they're shooting all of this for their. Uh, You know their podcast, and um, she entirely forgets she was going to interview me, and they leave. (laughs) Wait, wait!
1: They set up, they do everything, and then she gets she's so gone that she just leaves.
0: Yeah, to off to the next. That is fantastic. Off to the next venue for more drinks. Uh, So, a girl after. So, for those who don't know,
1: just real quick, I mean, L.A. is a very drink heavy. Like they love these kind of bar, you know, like day drinking that kind of stuff. So I can only imagine how many places have limitless mimosas and bloody marys on a weekend. I mean, they've got yeah,
0: to she had a long, long way to go, and and she was already in you know in an incomprehensible state. Like I mean, she they and this was only stop number three. So goodness knows how how she was going to survive beyond that, but. um <laughs> Yeah, the reason nice. I bring it up though wasn't because that's because you know the managers there are fantastic. Like yeah, at the and you've been to the Tower right I mean they, um, it's you yeah, know it's viewed Salorant. as a very touristy place, but it, for locals it's awesome. I mean it's got uh, local secret, but uh, you know the the cheapest uh, ballet parking on the on the Sunset Strip by far. Um, and by the
1: way, there's always parking.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I don't it's know weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. you know, you're going anywhere else, and I, I yeah, I, won't, I, I don't want to harp it because I, we don't want to give away too much to, uh, you know, local secrets. But, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, if you're, if there's, if there's ever a line, you know, to get in, uh, or you know, or for tables, they will, uh, you know, manager will come by and and offer you free shots while you're in line, and that you know that's great that's or cool. like, uh, or like once someone said, yeah, yeah, go to the bar and. uh, you know, tell tell him I sent you and uh, he'll and set you up with a, a round of shots. And we're like, okay, great. We get there. He doesn't even have, the, the bartender just gives us a round of free shots. And then we mentioned to someone else that this guy offered us a round, so they give us another round. Um, Kevin and I will Two be – kev- Kevin and I will be you know doing bottomless bloody mary's and and uh, and mimosas and and you know spending ten dollars for it I mean you have to get a meal with it, but it's just like we're spending ten dollars in the drinks it's still The manager deal. will come around ask ask how things are going, and uh you know and he goes, hey, let me buy you guys some more drinks and so they just they comp us drinks on top of the drinks and um see why would you not go there? yeah, once I was just i was i was there i was standing around um. It's the middle of the night. I'd actually just done a comedy set next door at the at the comedy store. A manager comes by and I'm not even I haven't even ordered anything. I haven't even got got a table. I'm just standing in those saddle rents. He goes, "Hey, uh, uh, you having a good time tonight?" And I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he goes, "I'm such a such manager. Oh, oh, great, great, great. You know, I know a few of the managers. I, I'm here here the time. He goes, That's fantastic." He goes, uh, "Can I get you like uh, an order? Can I get you in like an order of s'mores?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" Like he goes, "Yeah, can I just copy some sm-? And I'm like, "Yeah." And they have, like, open pit fires. You cook your own s'mores over the open pit, you know? Correct. Yeah.
1: That's badass. I know it's correct. (laughs) I know it's one of your pet peeves. That's why I love doing it. (laughs) Now, for those that don't know about Saddle Ranch, though, when Eric's talking about, like, sitting outside, I mean, you're – the sidewalk is right next to you when you're sitting there. So it is by far – of all the places I've been to, because you can go to Katana and all these others that are like on the Strip that yeah, people can look at, this is on it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. It is one of the best locations on the Strip. It's been there for decades. And
0: it has yeah, a I don't know. It's an bowl. institution.
1: I freaking love it.
0: Yeah. It has a mechanical bowl.
1: So they still have that because I heard that uh, they were having trouble getting insurance for it.
0: Really? What?
1: Yeah.
0: Serious. I don't see why that would be. Really?
1: Well, yeah, I know that people I went are getting there hurt.
0: hurt. Well, I can understand that It's a mechanical bullet that throws you.
1: Well, and they're also it, slightly inebriated too, usually.
0: Well, I showed up there once on crutches, and I I try to check in <laughs> for them, and they go, "Sir, are you are you, are you in crutches?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And, he, and they're like, uh, "I don't know if you should do this." And like, um, I'm like, "No, oh, no, I've done it before." And I go, "On crutches? No, but I mean, I'm always willing to try something new." and then when i you know the, so they let me sign up for it then when i'm standing you know standing about to enter the guy who who you know who uh, who helps you get on board the bull is like you're on crutches and i'm like yeah and I, and he goes yeah i don't know if this is a good idea and i'm like they're not my crutches for those of you who didn't see i just leaned he in believed like you that. yeah i just i just leaned in like joe biden and uh, and, and whispered that <laughs> last comment
1: they're not mine just let me
0: go. Oh, that makes total sense. You
1: just playing a gag. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Yeah. That is unbelievable. And you know, around the mechanical bowl, there's like, you know, all that soft padding and um, I'm trying to walk on that with crutches. And of course I fall over.
1: So they let you still do it after all that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I caught quite, I mean, I got, okay, that
1: is, that is false. I think they need to change whoever is, uh, is running the bowl that night. That is, that is, that is not a wise move.
0: Says the guy who, who 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 taught two spinning classes a, a, when he had a day when he had COVID.
1: But see, don't you think that means even more coming from a guy who would do that, telling you that you need to be careful,
0: right? I suppose. I suppose that's a, that's a, that's a point.
1: All right. So there's a little bit of logic there. All right. Point, well, Justy. Now, what was wrong with your foot that you were in, I don't remember last time you were in crutches.
0: Nothing. They weren't my crutches.
1: <laughs> it's my lie I'm sticking to it. All right. I like that.
0: So, I mean, I've been on crutches, but, um, yeah. Um, you know. But not I, recently.
1: I, That's why I was trying to figure out when yeah, it was, because yeah, yeah, that yeah. is, uh, crutches are no fun. And to go, I gotta tell you, did you end up hurting yourself more?
0: No, no. Um, the funny thing is for anyone who's been there, you know, this is giving, again, again, giving away state secrets. But, um, if you're a, a woman, they treat you much more nicely than if you're a man on the, on the Of course, they want at... you to
1: show your, uh, your goods.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the man they're just trying to throw off pretty quickly starts off slow for a couple seconds. So you get a false sense of confidence. Then it speeds up rapidly to a point that like a professional would have a very hard time hanging on with the yes. women. They're on it for, you know, two, three minutes at slow, spe- slow, a little faster, slow, a little faster, a little, you know, Woo. um, with me since, since they thought I was injured and, and probably shouldn't be on a mechanical bull, they did it slow and then faster than the, than the, much faster than they would for a girl, but not as fast as <laughs> they would for a, a healthy guy.
1: So, but did you but, get tossed or were you able to stay on?
0: No, eventually I got tossed. I mean, that's how it, it always is. Uh,
1: but I'm, impri- I mean, seriously, being in crutches and falling like that and not hurting yourself more, that, that is a stroke of luck, not of anything else,
0: not of skill. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I'm not going <laughs> to take that as a compliment. <laughs> Well, Eric, I've known you
1: long enough and well enough to know that uh, what I'm saying is out of love.
0: Hey, speaking of love, so uh, other Eric and I went to a uh, Yale event, you know, as as we occasionally do, neither of us being alums last night. I was going to say, how did you get to a Yale event? Well, you know, it was one of those things. Um, And... uh, you know, as we, we've mentioned, L.A. just came off its masking mandates, essentially. So at the Mark Taper Forum. Yep. However, masks were required inside there. But it was actually it was interesting. It was a slave okay. play, the most uh, Tony nominated play uh, in history, apparently, which um which developed at Yale. A first year Yale student wrote it originally and then um, was workshopped there and then made it off Broadway and then came back on Broadway and uh, hmm. is now at the Taper. And. Uh, yeah, powerful, very controversial play. I mean there was like a there was a band slave play um, movement as well. Um it's it's race it's risky, I guess. It's it's risque and it's risky and it's uh it's certainly audacious. Yeah. So um yeah, so uh great to be boxing live theater again. Um this is certainly a powerful, uh powerful controversial one. I mean Wow. Yeah. I won't tell you any of the plot, because if people want to know something before they see it, they're welcome to look it up themselves. But if they don't, a lot of people went in cold and were, were stunned. Um, I mean, this is the kind of play that some people walk out of, other people love. And it, it, uh, some critics detest and, and others love. But that's now, good.
1: Would you say it's over the top or done well, from your take?
0: I think it's I, mean, I, I it's done very well. But just I, definitely as a whole. Think, I, I definitely think it's over the top for some people. You okay. will like this. I will say that there is a – okay, this is a bit of a spoiler, but early on, there is a – this is your thing. There's a big black dildo um, <laughs> early on in the – I'm already in. I finished. love this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. See, that, that's the kind of humor. And for those that don't know, Eric and I, one of our first scripts we've wrote together, there is a giant black dildo uh, well, in it. So, of course.
0: Specifically, a big black fist.
1: Correct. But I, that, that is correct.
0: See, that's a time where you almost could say correct because you have prior knowledge and you're you agree. But the other time is ridiculous. I mean, the other time you did exactly what is what is so irritating about uh, you know. So <laughs> I did so, it. It's so been it's been a while. So I had to do it. Yeah, you know, and for those of you who do it, um, you know, so uh, I don't apologize. Stop doing it. Don't say correct to someone when they're telling you something. <laughs> It's not your place. It's a very to,
1: douchebag move.
0: Yeah, it's not your place to tell them that they're right about what they're tell what they know.
1: It's true. Unless you're Joe Biden.
0: Yes. Yeah, but Joe 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 enjoys a little bit of pat- patronizing uh, language. Well, Eric,
1: on that note, we better go because of uh infamous Zencaster we're up against our time here. I want to say thank you to you, to our audience, and for another fantastic episode, dude.
0: Thanks, buddy, and thanks to everybody. It's good to be back, and uh, glad that you're healthy despite your your poor decisions in uh, in in COVID exercise.
1: You know, I can say I think that would be the title of my biography: healthy in spite of myself.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>